Welcome to this week's ETM Analytics Treasury One podcast, where we cover the report of the week. In this particular week, we are discussing the RAND monthly dashboard, which is effectively a visual roundup of ETM's most important RAND indicators. In this iteration, we have included two new charts for you, which we hope uh, is going to give more granular uh, specificity to the view that we hold and where value ri- ranges uh, where value ranges exist. Uh, the very first chart you will see is um, a a chart that statistically calculates the value ranges. So you will have a a broad center line, which will give you what's estimated to be fair value. Below that is going to be uh, around overvalued measure. Um, And obviously, the further you go into the extreme, the more value it holds for importers, the worse it is for exporters. But it gives you a sense of of where importers should be covering proportionately more uh, and where exporters should be covering proportionately less. The very next chart is the implied RAND levels according to the uh, RAND sentiment indicator. And and this is a useful indicator in identifying periods of either RAND distress or, or RAND appreciative opportunity. In this particular instance, in this week, we have a an implied RAND level which is very strong, uh, suggesting that RAND could still strengthen further from current levels, even though it is overvalued, and that uh, potentially levels towards 14 RAND or even below are still possible. So we shouldn't write this period of uh, RAND appreciation off. There is still a little bit more left in this move. Moving on to some of the other charts, we've got the resilience measure, which hasn't changed all that much, uh, but there are some signs that there's been improvement in the fundamental drivers of RAND, uh, which tend to capture the country's terms of trade, uh, the private sector's contribution to GDP growth, the current account, and of course, a risk assessment. The fact that that's improved, I think, is, is generally good news, but again, it tells us that it's the private sector that's doing much of the heavy lifting uh, to support the overall resilience of the RAND as well as the country. Carry attractiveness is looking a little better. Uh, carry attractiveness is still hovering well above the developed market average and is is matching uh, the average for emerging markets more broadly. Uh, the real RAND effective exchange rate tells us uh, on a valuation basis tells us the RAND is slightly overvalued, but we've been to these levels before many, many times. Uh, in fact, the RAND can stretch quite a lot further, and it wouldn't be surprising given the current set of circumstances to see the RAND strengthening uh, another uh, as much as another 5%, possibly even more. Finally, looking at the the speculative element of the currency market, we find that uh, there is still quite a lot of support for the dollar at these levels that will suppress the extent to which the RAND strengthens. But the fundamental drivers behind some of this RAND strength, including the inflation differentials between South Africa and its major major trading partners, uh, still being very much in the RAND's favor. You couple that with uh, an inflation pass-through element which which is subdued, uh, and of course, a terms of trade index, which is still looking pretty good and RAND supportive. And you have a recipe for a RAND environment that remains, uh, that remains fairly, um, very much in favor of, of uh, RAND appreciation, or at the very least, uh, resilience for the RAND going forward for the next three to six months. 
Again, uh, in summary, uh, a good environment for importers to take advantage of these levels. Exporters, unfortunately, this time around, uh, the cycle's not in your favor. And so any covering forward on, on the part of exporters should be kept uh, as limited as possible. Uh, we hope that these indicators offer decent context for you to make good decisions. Thank you.